Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The year is with Red and Bobby. Welcome back to the Year Is Podcast, the podcast where every episode, me, comedian Bobby Mayer. And me, comedian Red Richardson. We go back to a year in history, and we talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, and the strangest things from that year. And I gotta say, after over a month away, it's great to be home, baby. Back in the studio. We're back. We We have so much to talk about. We've got a lot. We've been in uh, Edinburgh for a month. Jody's making noise. What's going on, Jody? Jody, you just have your phone on. Yeah. Oh, after every week, oh, I, I almost a year, like eight months of Jody being like, "Um, can you turn your phones off? Are your phones on? Wait, my, um, my is someone's phone? phone... Oh, Mine's an airplane mode, Jody. Is someone's phone not an airplane mode because the mic's being weird? As if that's a thing. In this podcast, you have to produce yourself. Is what yeah, I've learned wow. With our dealings with Jody, it's good. You learn what you can do because other people let you down. I tell you what's great about being here is the color. After a month in Edinburgh, where. God forbid any building is uh, not brown or gray. They love the color gray in Edinburgh. It is disgusting. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I. It, it just. It's so. It just crushes in on you with the sky, and you just get surrounded by it. Gray sky, gray buildings. Gray sky, gray buildings. There's not even like, oh, we could paint this yellow. No, no, no. I think brownie gray is the only option for this city. People say it's a beautiful city. I disagree. It is a no, but you visit it in a context that is your career being judged. Mm, I think, yeah. Well, you judging yourself. I think if I drove through it, you know, one of those futuristic hover cars with a glass around it, I go, "This is all right." Anything else, <laughs> it, it sucks. Yeah, you know, that, you said that like that's such a relatable. <laughs> well, thing no, that I you just, would just do. you know, if you in drove and out, in a futuristic hover car. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't enjoy that city at all. And uh, there was a bin strike. Uh, while we were there, I just want to say, may the bins pile high forever on that cursed, godforsaken, brown-gray shithole. Imagine they hadn't got rid of the bin strike when the Queen died. That oh, that'd have been, been just, brilliant. Just, just <laughs> what a, what a, what a great metaphor for the state of the nation. Just like her, like golden casket being dragged between like piles of garbage yeah, while, yeah. while the plebs <laughs> picked food out of it. <laughs> Yeah, they would have. They probably would have cleared it for that. Imagine, Not for the performers, though, and I think that was right. We don't deserve it to be cleared. I think she went. I think she really held on so that she didn't have to be taken through Edinburgh during the festival. Mm-hmm. That would have been crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Royal Mile, because they take her down mm. the mile. Remember, of course. Like uh, people who haven't been to Edinburgh, the Royal Mile is this street in Edinburgh where people. It's like a main point of traffic, foot traffic. Desperate for the performers begging for attention. So it's yeah, it's a mixture of street performers, flyers, thousands of people walking down mm. it. Um, not this year, though. It felt dead, didn't it? No, not to me because my my room was full, but it felt full. <laughs> no, I meant the mile felt the, not. As... No, it, well, yeah, I, I don't. I, I it's so hard to compare. People are always like, last year was busier than this year, and I'm like, I don't know. I see a lot of people or no mm-hmm. people. I don't know. But but imagine the Queen died during that festival. And they would have had to take her down that mile. Yeah. Well, there's garbage. Like the forget the garbage improv troupe. Yeah, just an imp or or a theater group like laying on the ground pretending to be dead, dressed as peasants, going, "Oh, my queen, my queen, come watch our show (laughs) at five a.m." Yeah, no, there'd be break dancers trying to get onto her coffin. Probably would have been shot by the snipers they had set up, and 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 good is what I think is what Edinburgh needs. 
a couple dead actors. Dead actors, bit more army presence. Yeah, <laughs> few, few more rules. I, I love think. that people are getting arrested for uh, just shouting at Prince Andrew. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A man who's completely evaded justice for his crime. His mother has just died. Yeah, yeah, but he's like literally a criminal who faced no consequences other than like uh, getting to live in like a less expensive house that we pay for. Alleged crimes. And uh, he had to sell his uh, Swiss ski chalet, That's... which you say he's gone unpunished. He loved that place. <laughs> he did. Like he it. fucking loved it. <laughs> How would you feel if you had to sell your chalet? I hate skiing, so I'd be happy. I'm not, yeah, I'd never no, me have too, to, actually. I'd, I'd never have to okay, go again. Okay, but say if it was a house in a hot place. Uh, yeah, that would be sad. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he didn't have feelings about so it. So he's been through enough. His mother's dead. He's lost his chalet. Give the man a His fucking was 96. Break. I'm not saying it's good that she's gone. No, I like, know. It's sad that she's... It's it sad is when, when people went, what, people going, what a shock. And you're like, what, what do you mean? It was like, you know... It'd be a shock if she ran a marathon yeah yeah that wasn't quite a shock i do i look i'm not anti-royals i'm not like oh i love the royals i like the queen she's a constant throughout she's, my life well she the thing is she's dead i think so many people now are going to be more anti-royal yeah because charles sucks and if you've already seen the videos of him being like this fucking pen went by yeah. and it's just like you're you're being like a cartoon king villain stop I was talking to someone who was apathetic about the royal family pre-Queen Day. Mm. They were just like, yeah, whatever. And I'd be like, mm, I think this is insane that you have a royal family. Well, it's just a mess around. It's insane we do celebrity get me out of it. Yes, no, I, I, you say it's a mess around. <laughs> I get that. But, I mean, they don't pay inheritance tax and they get a bunch of money from who the Who gives public. a shit? They, every time you go past the fucking palace, there's uh, 300 moronic Americans taking selfies. Yeah, sure. sure. Money in our pocket. Well, not sure. ours, but in someone's pocket. Yeah, not mine. <laughs> but... What I'm saying is... Snappy snaps would the, die without them. So before that, the queen, mm. this person was apathetic. About the, at, right after the queen died, and she sees, like, that display of wealth, mm -hmm. first of all, in, like, these hard times. People getting arrested for calling, like, Prince Andrew what he is, you know? Mm. Or just uh, hates the royal family now. Yeah. So it, it like that. I think I think if anything, it exposes like how silly this all is. And they think them, them taking this long period of mourning, canceling football. Don't take as football if away we're from all the gonna get. They didn't even cancel football during COVID because they knew. This, well, they did actually. Yeah, for all, but they brought it back quicker than anything. Yeah, but they brought it back quicker than anything well, else. We need our football, otherwise we will fucking. If you start take football away. Other. And it's like, then people have uh, more time to think. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, I, if I was the royal family, I'd want to keep people quite pacified because yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We're, running a, we're running one of the biggest pyramid schemes in history. Like, it's them and the Pope in terms of just tricking people into giving them money. Yeah. Um, they, I watched a load on the Queen, and it's weird because you just have this, every royal coverage will be like this 60-year-old man who's like, his job is like professional royal hist hist historian and stuff like that you know oh these people i mean the yeah. before, like last week that guy was an uber driver these people are well, they, they wait and then they cash in but they go they all the stories like and i met her once she was so so funny like i nearly tripped over on the steps and she went watch where you're going and this mischievous smile she did she was one of us and so basically anything she does they just doesn't they're like oh my god but you know she was she was for a lot of people you know, a, a lot of things. And uh, and I think it's, a, it's it's sad. Symbols are important. They are important. It's like Jesus and, you know, figureheads of other religions I won't name. You need them. Do they matter? Are they... Do they but do you anything? don't need them. I don't need them. You don't have any... Fi your I needed the queen. Your, your figureheads are probably comedians. Yeah, yeah. Your totems. But they do real stuff. But, you know... um. I think... Um, yeah, they do do real stuff. Yeah, they actually do. The Queen would just sort of drive around and go, eh, hello, it's great to be here. But she, I, she worked so hard. She did, but her job was like, shit. Would you want to be a royal? I wouldn't. Uh, I have no interest. It'd be a horrible life. But have, you seen, have, you seen the, uh, have you seen the pictures of Meghan? What? Crawling out of the vents at Balmoral. <laughs> wearing a balaclava with a syringe in her hand. <laughs> that'll, she, that, that, I'm surprised that hasn't been on the cover of the Daily Mail. She runs past the camera and goes, shh. 
<laughs> the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail would print that. There's so many people. No one knows what to do. Twitter is either, I hate the Royals. The Royals are doing it. And it's like, all of you just shut the fuck up. It's and so fucking boring. A 96-year-old woman's died, regardless of what you think about it. Should it be this bigger deal? Well, yes, she's massive. She's been famous for years. So, of course, it's going to be. People are like, well, other 96-year-olds are going to die. It's like, yeah, but when Frank Sinatra dies, it's bigger than when Dave the fucking plumber dies. It's just the way the world works. Is it fair? Mm, who cares? I, I am staying home the day of that funeral because oh, I'll be there. No, Shh, paying my respects. No, there's gonna be there's gonna be. I assume a church with you assume every. A church. I assume that's where her funeral is. <laughs> I'm gonna be at Brixton Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be quite cool, actually. Everybody ready for the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funeral. I mean, lies in the care for the queen. <laughs> But no, they'll be. It's going to be massive. I think what no. they should have done is done a big news day, relaxed for the next well, two days of big news, relax for a bit now, and then do big funeral because it is too much now. No one cares. I but I do think the reason I'm staying home mm. the day of the Queen's funeral is because it is such an opportunity for a terrorist attack. No, oh, it's huge actually. That if I went and then there was a terrorist attack, I would be like. Yeah, obviously, every world leader will be in the same building. It With one, if they 9-11 that church, they could change the course of human history. I mean, yeah, it would start everything over, wouldn't it? It would really. Are, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> What's that? Let's 9-11 the Queen's funeral. No. <laughs> no I'm joking. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm not I'm not going. But they might listen to that. You know, I put a picture on Instagram and I said, Oh, something about something and I go, I might just join ISIS to be fair. And they got banned from Instagram. Because they obviously just have I don't think any of my beloved followers uh would dare report me. But um I think maybe in the algorithm they just see ISIS. Yeah. So if you're listening from the CIA or wherever, the Kremlin the Kremlin. Yeah. What's do, Putin going to do? Putin will be... Well, Putin. he was very sad. He fucking loved the Queen. He was not very sad. <laughs> he was fucking the gutted. The idea that Vladimir Putin feels very gutted. sad about it. He literally... Vladimir Putin has killed so many people. Like, forget forget Ukraine for a second. In Russia, so many people who are in charge of energy companies are, are just falling off buildings lately. It's so... He, Sad. I know, uh, uh, my very close friend in the Kremlin said to me that when the Queen died, That's ridiculous Putin, Putin reacted like uh, Simba does in The Lion King when Mufasa died. Okay. He was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he described what it. Did so. Vladdy, what did Vladdy do? He just cried and then went and hit and made friends with a warthog. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be... Oh, <laughs> Any terrorist. This is like their World Cup, isn't it? It's X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> I like, like I like the idea that after Ukraine uh, is over and Ukraine has taken back its country, that Putin does go on a, a little... A little a soul-searching quest. Yeah, he goes to Thailand. Because he, he thinks it's his fault. Yeah, yeah, And he leaves Russia, and then it gets really bad, and they bring him back. They say, we always needed you, Vladimir. They have the evil democracy now. Mm-hmm. Come back and mm-hmm. save us. <laughs> and democracy is scar. Democracy. <laughs> but... And Vladimir is Simba. Yeah. And Simba teams up with all his old oligarch friends. Yeah. And that's Timon Pumbaa and that lady lion that it's hot when he fucks her. And, that... <laughs> and then uh, and then they all team up together and, and he gets back in power. And yeah. they celebrate the 2030 New uh, Year. Well, someone comes and picks him up yeah. and holds him across a loft rush. <laughs> Dennis Rodman or somebody. Yeah, yeah, just... Dennis Rodman can pick him up like a baby. He's a big boy. You could do that with Kim Jong Un. Actually, he's tiny, just <laughs> aloft. He's quite a he's quite a sturdy guy. Yeah, though. he's fucking. He's fat. packed on some pounds. <laughs> he's a fat. I think man. he's got the gout. Yeah, he must do. Someone said he drank like twelve bottles of wine a day. I like that. Mm. So yesterday we, I, because I missed you. We, because you went away after Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. You went uh, to Menorca. I needed a break. I went to Menorca. Actually, so quickly, just on the Queen, I, I end up getting fed up with coverage quite quickly. Because she died, and I was like, that's upsetting. I was a Brit aboard, classic, red in the face, tears streaming down my patriotic cheeks, uh, fuming. And no, I'm joking. But I was, you know, it was a shock. She's been there my whole life. Anyway, about to get on the plane. We, no, we get on the plane, land in um, 
Gatwick, and I'm trying to find out where my baggage was. My plane was three hours delayed getting. The baggage took two hours to come out. And there's a screen that's meant to tell you which um, thing it's at. And every two seconds, they just swap the screen with a RIP. And the first time, you're like, great, Britain, I'm brilliant. And then by like fifth time, you're like, right, fuck, you know, she's dead, I get it. Just tell me where my bags are so I can go and mourn <laughs> in the Uber, please. I can get want to go home. But yes, we were about to refer to your con yesterday. It wasn't a con. It was. So I, I had to drive to west of London mm-hmm. to drop off a hard drive for a special that I'm getting edited. A special gra- is a comedy show. A comedy special, my hour. I've filmed my hour. Jody, our producer, filmed and uh, edited it. I don't think they should be called specials anymore because they used to be called specials because it was uh, the best of the best released their best material once every 10 years. Now every Tom, Dick, Harry, and Bobby can put one out. Don't call me a Tom, Dick, <laughs> Harry, and Bobby. Every Tom, Dick, Harry, and Red. Yeah, you're planning one. Hey? I am Another planning one. a special. Every Tom, Dick, Watch this space. Harry, Red. <laughs> But yeah, but can I put in context quickly so they have some context? I haven't been, I've been home two nights in about six weeks. So Let's yesterday play a I'm small relaxing. Violin. Red had to go to a sauna every day in Edinburgh for a month. What a, a sad. Room. He lived in student accommodation, uh, eight meals out, and, li- and did one show a day yeah, and hour. went to a sauna every day. He's acting like he worked really hard for a month. <laughs> I had to walk 25 minutes a day and it was 25 horrible. minutes back. Surrounded by a sea of gray and brown houses. Yeah, okay. But anyways, piling so you haven't been home in face. six weeks. You hadn't seen me in about a week and a half, yeah, so okay. I thought it would be nice. I had to drive west of London, mm-hmm. so I called you. No, you said I'm going to West London. I misspoke. West of London. Slough. West of London. Bobby called me and said, I'm going to West London. You fancy a quick cruise? And I thought, you know what? I'm doing nothing. This will be half an hour there, half an hour back. And he was like, I'll buy you a McDonald's. I was like, why the hell not? Get in the car. We're driving, and we're in Vauxhall. We've been in the car for like 20 minutes, and... Bobby goes the wrong way, and I look at his Google Maps, and I'm like, why is it saying an hour and a half till our destination? <laughs> and then we just, he's like, oh, yeah, it's west of London. I'm like, you said, what? I thought you meant like Earl's Court. It was fucking Slough. <laughs> yeah. We well, were in Slough. It was actually north of Slough. It was ra- yeah, raining. <laughs> it we was farther in Slough. He picked me up at 2.30. I got home at 20 past six. It was, it was absolute. I didn't get McDonald's. He bought me a Fanta lemon. I offered McDonald's. You said no. And then no. his lovely child, who's usually amazing, obviously horrified by what Bobby had put her through, was actually speaking for the both of us. Projectile screamed is the only way I can think of it for the hour of she the way back. She the whole time. We the whole way milk. back. And I, I, I agreed with her about everything. She was like screaming. Her nose was red from screaming. That's not true. And we were stuck in traffic. It was pissing with rain. And then at one point I said, Bobby, just let me out. You didn't. I said, do you want to get out? When, 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 I, when I made a wrong turn and drove into Heathrow Airport, <laughs> and I was like, Red, Red Heathrow, do you want to get out here? But it's, it was terrible. And it's not the first time he's tried. Once he rang me and said, do you want to come to Leicester? I'm doing a gig. And I said, what? And he's like, yeah, I've got an hour booked. And I was like, well, no, that's so far. I'll do 20 minutes. Even if I, well, even I think. should have said. And he went, no, just come for the journey. Well, I, but I learned a lesson that day because what I should have said was, do you want to go to Leicester? Squares are good shapes. Leicester squares are good shapes. Yeah, you'd say north of I London. I should have snuck. Leicester. Yeah. I said, no, I said west. North yeah. of London. Do you want to go to Leicester Square, north of London? Yeah, so I wasted about four hours. Didn't get McDonald's. Got you didn't f- waste four hours. You told me about all your new ideas. We talked about our lives. We bonded. <laughs> you didn't, it was nice. I didn't I want to be in the we, car alone. We've done alone. enough of all of that, No, I think. it was like a live <laughs> car podcast. There's about 100 recorded hours of that. <laughs> if, if I would have left you at home, though, you would have looked at your phone on your couch. Instead, you looked at your phone in my car. Nothing changed. Yeah, but it made me car sick. Look at my phone in your car. Wouldn't have felt sick at home. Okay. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I had to listen to Baby Shark times 10. Well, the, our, my baby loves the song Baby Shark, so I play mm. Baby Shark and she usually quiets down. And then Bobby was like, have you got YouTube on your phone? I'm like, of course I do. You know I do. He made me, he's like, she needs to watch this thing to stop crying because her baby seat's facing the back. I was in the front seat, so I had to lean over. I had a bad back anyway, which was killing me. And I had to lean around with my phone in her face to stop her from crying. Yeah, in Edinburgh, when Red was in the sauna every day. Steam room. The hardest, the hardest month of his life. I was swimming every day as well. The hardest month of his life in the steam room every day. He, um, I just don't like Edinburgh. I know you'd... I know. Yeah. Thanks. It's just. I enjoyed the live shows we did. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. You don't but, like the grayness? 
I don't like the grainers. Uh, or the brown, as I've said already. I don't think it's so much brown. It's a disgusting place. I it's think you shit. see it as brown, it but it's brown. actually... It's what's horrible. brown? Just, I don't know. We should just fucking bomb it. Just get rid of it. I think that's why it looks cool, because it probably didn't get bombed. It should have been bombed. A long, long time ago. Okay. Okay. The next fringe being Iceland. That's a very expensive city. Yeah, a very nice country. place to be. I've never been. Have you been to Iceland? No. I don't really do. I don't. Cold isn't a holiday for me. I would go, but I'd rather go somewhere hot. What if you went in the summer? It's still cold, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, it's like, no, they have summers. Well, how hot are they? Uh, Pull that up, Jody. Jody. Yeah, I see. We're about to find out. They've got polar bears. That's quite cool. Do they? Mm-hmm. They have those hot springs, so it's like a, oh, a I natural like that. hot tub. Up for that. Imagine if you imagine being a caveman and you discover a natural like just yeah. like your life's so you've shit never like, even you've never even encountered boiling water. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it boils the water in a fire, you know, to like clean a wound, but then you stumble upon just a hot tub in nature and you're like, This is where we're gonna stay. It's funny that the man who fa- discovered fire is probably the biggest idiot in the whole village, you know? Like, just rubbing sticks together forever is, like, probably just something really well, wrong with I don't him. think there would be a village pre-fire. It would be, you'd be, it would be, no matter. I don't think it's any man for himself. I think they'd, they'd hang out and go, we're the same. Okay. But the most annoying, you know, when you're, like, someone who just hits a pot. That yes. was that guy, but he discovered flame because he just did something over and over again. Yeah. He's probably a fucking moron. Jody. So, yeah. Iceland summer pretty much like Scotland, as warm as 25 centigrade, Ugh. as low as 5. Yeah, see, not after that. No, but climate change? Yeah, with a bit of luck. <laughs> could be the new Magaluf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> British tourists just vomiting on polar bears, <laughs> dancing to house music. Hey, we have a new sponsor this week. It's uh, DBT UK. If you don't know what DBT is, it's a form of therapy that really helped my life. A few years ago, I had a complete mental breakdown. I was running around a fucking roundabout screaming. I was crying randomly. I was suicidal. I tried everything. And then I went and I did DBT, and it changed my fucking life. It was originally developed for people with borderline personality disorder, but they figured out that it works for lots of people, anyone really that is struggling with emotional dysregulation. If you can't control your emotions and or your behaviors, this can really work for you. So I would really 100% recommend it. Um, like if you want to just message me and ask if you're going through something, message me and I can tell you how it worked for me. Um, if you want to just email them, then uh, email info at dbt-uk.co.uk. And uh, if you mention the promo code year is, you will get half off on your initial assessment. It's a really worthwhile uh, form of therapy that I cannot recommend enough. Okay, so Red, uh, since I did the research the last live show, yeah, you have researched for this episode. Yeah. Quickly before we go in, I just want everyone who listens to this, watch Wayne Lineker's tribute to the Queen. I saw it. It's brilliant. I'm just, we're talking about Matt. He's an Ibiza club owner. Brother Gary Lineker. He has loads of women in sort of royal lingerie. And yeah. he does a minute silence at his club in uh, Ocean Beach Club in Ibiza. And it's I, I dare you to try and watch that without having a tear in your eye. It's, it's beautiful. Anyway, Bobby. We did uh, the last show we did. Bobby turned up late. I flyed on my own for an hour. It was a live show. And he said, don't worry, I've done the research. We go inside the venue. I see him on Wikipedia, literally just with 2014 on his phone. We'll do that a year again. He hadn't done any research, so he's just reading stuff out. And then he runs out of cellular data, so he's desperately trying to reconnect. Meanwhile, we're in front of an audience of about, let's for the sake of the podcast say 3,000 people. Yeah, two to 3,000 people. Um, and it was a fucking disaster. Somehow we got through it. It was Today, a disaster. It was an anarchic, fun experience. That's true. And it was a creative choice on my part to look the stuff up as we did the show to see what that would be like. Do I think I'll do it again? No. But am I glad I, I let myself experiment creatively? Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you took more chances, Red, yeah. then... That'd be cool. Okay. But I'm glad you didn't take that chance today because it was difficult. It was very hard, especially live. Today, 
We are going back to seventeen sixty nine. Oh my god. Yep. That's before the American Revolution. Mm, it's before uh Simon Cow was Alexander born. Hamilton would have been like eleven yeah. then. Yeah. Maybe, Les Dennis wasn't even maybe thirteen on television. It's it's very far back. Have you seen Hamilton? No, I'm not going to watch either. You've already told me. I've seen you sing it. Don't like musicals. We talked about this. That looks shit. What about no. the story of Hamilton, though? Is it guy? Don't care. You don't care about Alexander Hamilton. No. The streets are waiting. The... I've heard you sing. You sang it in lockdown for like an hour, didn't you? Uh, no, well, I no, that was a mistake because I sang the whole musical to Harriet, but it's actually six hours of words in two hours. And what, what did you do? She just sat there, had to listen to it. Well, eventually she had to help because I ran out of breath and I couldn't do it anymore. Oh what was this for? That was just for Instagram Live to raise money for food banks. Did um, did anyone sit and watch the whole thing? Yeah. And, uh, Lin-Manuel, who uh, wrote Hamilton, is one of the most respected musical writers in the world, mm. and actors, uh, tweeted at us and said, history has its eyes on you, which is that sounds, a quote that sounds like from Hamilton. You. Huh? Sounds like she hates you. He? He? Lin? Jesus Lin? Christ. Lin Manuel. Lin? Going around my mate Lin's house. Yeah, well, if you he's, named... a, he's a great guy, Lin. If you're named Lin. Oh, Linda. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was fucking 1980. If you're named Lin, you've got to go into musicals. If you're a man yeah, named Lin, that's it's true. Like... That's true. But so but history's watching you sounds like what you'd say to No, someone... history has its eyes on you is a quote. I'd say that to from... Putin. It's a quote from history has its eyes on you. Yeah, but it sounds like you. she's saying stop doing bad things. That's what I'd say to no, Putin. No, he was saying, well, he kind of, well, he might have been saying that. Yeah. But anyways, I, it was, it was, listen, stop I'm sorry. Stop ruining I'm my sorry. work. I'm sorry, during a pandemic, I wanted to raise money for a, ch- did you raise any money for any charities during no, the pandemic? No, I signed up to the Dole. Okay, well, yeah. So I was actually helping you. I was raising money for you. You, you didn't even like. You signed with the door like day two. You were like, oh, oh yeah. I was, I was all right, I'm gonna... <laughs> in January. I started filling the forms. In. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, wait, it went. But yeah, so 1769 is a big year because a great man was well. Bad man, but <laughs> you just called him a great man. He was a great man. You just called a guy who probably okay. Uh, you great. No, honestly, you're going to hear some stuff and you're going to enjoy it. On a, uh, a man who, with hindsight, you can enjoy some of his acts. Man. So, no, like, look, he, he's look. an entertaining man. Napoleon Bonaparte was born. What the fuck was that? That is a French. Have you been doing Italian du- Corsican you, accent? Have you been doing Duolingo? Napoleon Bonaparte. Have you been Duolingo? Is this your- no, I just so I, I, while I was away in Menorca, I did a lot of research on Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, he's Corsican, so that's why you say it like that because that's the accent. I assume it's half Italian, half French. So I just put them together. So it's Corsica an island. Corsica is an island by Sardinia, off Italy. Um, it was invaded by France in 1769, the year Napoleon was born. Interesting. Interesting. That's so Napoleon prophetic. was, uh, his mum and dad were revolutionaries who were fighting, the Corsicans, fighting against um, the French. And then his dad was like, mm, maybe I could side with the French and become like involved with them. So he did that. So his dad was a, a traitor. Too. Kind of. But so they've been hiding in the woods for ages and like killing people. And it's hot out there. And his mum was pregnant at the time. With Napoleon. With Napoleon. She'd had 15 kids and eight had died or... yet yeah, no, eight survived. She had 15 pregnancies. Sure. Eight. I think that's a pretty... And then the dad the went, you know what? I'm sick of throwing rocks at these people in 40 degree heat. Let's just fucking join them. You know what I mean? It's France. It's all the same shit, isn't it? Okay. Um, so he, I don't jo- know. <laughs> he joins them and becomes like... And what was, go- what was the go- dad's name? Uh, I can't remember, but Napoleon was named after a great uncle. Okay. But they had... Uh, let's, we will call him Napoleon... And his name was Bonaparte. They changed it later so he could fit in more in French. But Napoleon, despite becoming Emperor of France, hated French people for most of his <laughs> life, which is quite funny because he considered himself Corsican. But then he just sort of like, he was like the ultimate opportunist. He went, because of his dad's position, he went to all the top French schools. He was bullied, which happens to a lot of uh, dictators. They get bullied. Okay. He was also five foot five. 
Well, five foot five at then, I don't think it, I think it was probably average height. It was average height, but now people refer to it as the Napoleon complex of being short, you know. Short but he was complex. actually a normal heighted man. But what's funny about short people is people go, oh, you've got a short man complex or short man syndrome or Napoleon complex because you want to dominate to make up for your lack of height. And it's like, where do you think this complex came from? You lot. Do you know what I mean? Short people, they act like short people are born with it. It's like, no, 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 we don't know you're short until you start putting our, hiding our gloves on the top of our lockers and laughing while we jump up and down and try and get them. Okay. Yeah, and that stays with you. And we remember that when we're riding across the battlefield with a musket. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I so, don't know if Napoleon had a musket. I feel like he would have been in the back. No, he was in, he, he, that, what, what, what was so loved about him is he got involved. Okay. So he was like, I won't ask my soldiers to do anything I wouldn't do. Okay, interesting. Let's go back, though. Let's go okay, back. Okay, let's go back. You were, let's, you were at his dad. We were at his dad. Napoleon gets to go to all the great schools because of his dad. So he goes to boarding school in France, which would have been shit. He's short. He's ugly. He's not short, though. He's average. He's, he's short in Napoleon complex. Okay. He's short. He's ugly. He can't speak French that well, so he has to learn French while he's there. Sure. Um, and he gets bullied and teased a lot, and his dream is to just win back Corsica and make it his own place. Okay. But he slowly starts rising up the ranks. He joins the armies and the artillery, and he just starts showing that he's a genius at battle. And really? Like a stra- strategic battle and stuff like that. And so at the time, there's King... Um, who is... What's the lady? Marie Antoinette. Who's her husband? The one who said, let them eat cake. That, that was Marie Antoinette. Yeah, who's her husband? Yeah, she said that, but who was her husband at the time? King Louis II, something. The 14th? Is that King Louis the 14th? Philippe Petit. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I can read Roman numerals right, I think it's Louis the 16th. Louis the 16th. Sounds dodgy, but we'll go with it. <clears throat> There's more names than Louis, France. Um, but anyway, the 16th, you think after the 10th, you go, maybe let's switch this up. Yeah. What about a Philippe or something? Or a Pierre? Anyway... He was the king at the time. If this accent continues, I'm going to walk in. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's the whole thing. It's a very, it's a French course. Why did Bobby walk into the sea? I never heard of it. Even if you're like, that's, uh, yeah, with Red's accent. It's because I've researched this and I'm feeling really confident. So I'm okay. doing the voices as well. Um, but so there was the, King Louis XVI. So decadence everywhere. Robespierre, the general's like, let's fuck this guy up. And let's where's Napoleon at this point? Napoleon's just a lowly in, uh, artillery guy, Corsican artillery guy. And suddenly, so they kick out the king, take him, and the... Like the revolution. The revolution. Know. It's the French Revolution. They cut yes. the king's head off. Guillotine. Bang. See you later. Have some of that dick. Kill his wife. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They made a film about it with Kirsten Dunst. Never seen it. Looks shit. Anyway, <laughs> the, um, there's the, all the other countries, like England and uh, Austria and Spain and stuff, are like... That's not good. If they can just kill a king, we don't want people getting ideas in our yeah. countries. Well, America, actually, there was an argument in America from Thomas Jefferson to help. Mm. But... Uh, what, to help against Napoleon? No, to help in the revolution. Mm. Like, and then, but America just stayed out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were yeah. like, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> there's no king. There's no, why are we going to get involved? Let yeah, them yeah, yeah. Sort it out. But so yeah. they were, because they were... Jefferson wanted to intervene, yeah. Mm. And... Um, so they all like were like, look, we've got to go to France and crush this, otherwise our, our peasants will get the same idea. Sure. So they then sent their peasants to go and stop them getting ideas about their own freedom. Basically send their army to, uh, to France and allied forces. So what countries are these then? France, Austria, Spain, Portugal. They all they join up their armies and they go to France. They go to France and they're crushing France and then Napoleon... Battlefield By this genius. point, is head of the artillery, and he's like, I've got this plan. Let's run through, get our men on here, and we'll cannon them from the top of this hill. And everyone's like, that's a stupid idea. Da-da-da-da-da. Like one of those, you know, in those uh, crime dramas when the lead cops were always like, you don't know it. You, know, you can't do that. And they're like younger. He's like, yes, it will work. Because I'm assuming at this point, was artillery quite a new... Yeah, yeah. It, it would have been quite a new form of warfare, you know. Well, I think they're like half swords, half, you know, this is the Industrial Revolution is just taking off yeah, and stuff so, like that. Yeah, so cannons, people aren't quite sure how to use cannons in battle yet. Yeah, it's a bit like Nokia 3310, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can play Snake, but it's not really a mobile yet, is it, you know? Sure. Anyway, they, um, he, 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 everyone's rejecting him, and then he's got this one guy who he, like, convinces to let him do it. 
So they do this amazing charge, get up this hill, and they just shell the fuck out of the Allies and get them cornered in oh, and they... destroy them. How and many of them? Like is Thousands. This... I think they kill like 25,000 people in one day or something like that. It's crazy. It takes, just wipes out this whole... And they're fine. They're all fine. They lose no one because they, you know... They're at the top of the hill. Crush them. And uh, so then everyone's like, this guy's a genius. And so he gets promoted. And then he just keeps winning battles. He wins like 48 in a row. 48? Yeah. And then he's like, they send him to Italy. And he just starts. Because Italy wasn't Italy then. It was loads of provinces that were run by like France, Austria, stuff like that. And he just starts crushing Austria. And would like go up against armies way bigger than his. And he always fought alongside his men. But what's funny is he loved art. But, like, he'd stole all of it- Italy's artwork. Mm. But, like, if he couldn't fit it in his thing, he'd, like, cut it in two. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd, like, destroy- he liked the idea <clears throat> of art, yeah. but not much. So the Louvre is his. That was Napoleon's personal art collection. But he'd, like, tear canvases off walls. And at one point, he met the Austrians because they were like, look, let's have peace talks. And as a sign of respect, they passed him a cup, which was from Catherine II, which is, like, 2,000 years old a cup with a teapot and to pour his own tea. And he picked it up and went, this is what I think of your empire and smashed it on the floor. That is pretty so amazing. 2,000 year old. There's probably someone in the corner going, ah, come on. It's so I unnecessary. It's so petty. and just destroying things. It's great. Well, I mean, so he just completely fucked that up. But he had a wife who, he used to write a love letters and they read them out in this thing I was listening to. And they're really like, you know, over. He's like, my, my heart dies from a thousand daggers every second I'm not with you, that sort of stuff. That's him or her? Him to her. She was 10 years older than him, had two kids from someone else, was going out with one of his best mates. And his best mate was like, look, this woman's doing my head in. Please take her off my hands. Apparently she was ugly as hell, had black teeth. But he thought she was like the hottest woman in the world. I like that. They said in the... I think I was listening to that. Even, um, even like the royal, by, um, the royal painters couldn't flatter her on canvas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't enough there to make pretty. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would have just been a different person. It's not like he was great looking. Either. No, but they're both you know, they're both ugly. Yeah, but so she used to read his letters out to her high high ranking friends, and they'd all laugh at his letters. And while he was in uh, Italy, she started having an affair. And he found out about the affair. The fact that the fact that someone else is like, mm. yeah, I'm interested. Like yeah. his black tooth charm. I know, I know. And well, she had money. Okay, fair well, enough. She had Napoleon's money. He was on forty thousand a year back in the seventeen sixty nine. That's no, well, like... seventeen sixty nine was the year he was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but this is you know, but in that, in that, you know, there's still whatever. It's fucking loads of money. And uh, instead of killing her because he loved her so much, he had her favorite dog poisoned. <laughs> for cheating yeah just so she knew how much it hurt <laughs> which is a nice touch if you you know it's uh it's definitely petty but um yeah he just kept like crushing people he went to italy he got the um what was it called again the rosetta stone which is basically he discovered his army discovered that which is how he worked out calligraphy because it was a stone that would show you what the the letters meant and stuff. His army discovered the Rosetta yeah. Stone. <clears throat> Are you sure? Yeah, and the British stole it, I think. I thought mm. the Rosetta Stone. Okay. No, it was Napoleon. It was funny when I um, was listening to this podcast about Napoleon in Menorca. The guy hosted, he, you know, like historians are always really weird. and They say stuff, you're like, you didn't need to say that. They're talking about um, Napoleon's wife's, like, lover. And they're like, and he was a demon in the sack. <laughs> Where did you read that? And why do you, you know what I mean? Why is, Who knew? Yeah, why is that important? Well, we might as well just reference this podcast about Napoleon you listened no, to. No, I don't want to because then I'll go listen to that. No, but Red, bullshit. I'm like badly regurgitating what yeah, the fuck they were saying. But Red, Red, <laughs> Red, yeah? let's just tell them what it's called. It's called Noiser Napoleon. <laughs> and it's actually the, one of the good ones where the host we, doesn't have an annoying voice. We can't voice. hide that there's better history podcasts. I know, but then what, the thing is, the people who listen to us think we're the only thing out there. I, I've read there's no way anyone thinks we're the definitive source oh, for any information. Why, let's go listen to Dan Carlin then, you know? No, okay, Red. Or Horrible Histories with Greg Jenner. Okay. Who's Greg Jenner? I oh, fuck knows. He's a historian, isn't he? Is that his name or is that Chris Jenner's husband? 
<laughs> what? I, I assume. Or is that Caitlyn's old nose? He's one of the Bruce. Kardashians in the mm. history. What do you Greg mean? Jenner. There's a guy who does horrible histories, and it's a rival podcast, and we shouldn't be fucking talking about it on our podcast. Okay. Because this is the only source of information. Okay, Red. Mm-hmm. So Napoleon, he's yeah. in power. He's got this wife. Is he Napoleon by this point? Is he the, like. He's become, instead of Napoleon Bonaparte, he's now Napoleon Bonaparte. Okay. Which is a French, if you notice, I changed the voice to match the Frenchness. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that. And then, so Napoleon's obsessed with war. He can't sit still. He, like, loves war. Mm-hmm. He's like, gets bored without it. And he, it's a game to him. He fucking enjoys it. It's brilliant. Yeah. So he's like, now he goes to Egypt, and he's like, let's just crush the Egyptians. So he starts, like, <laughs> he starts fighting people with, like, you know, swords and stuff. And they did one battle where he, his men killed 30,000 people, and they lost 26. Kind of not fair. If you're in the tw- if you're the twenty fifth thousandth guy in line running with your sword, I, I just get dig, out of there. I just dig a hole in the sand and hiding yeah. it for a yeah. bit. <laughs> um, yeah, they find the Rosetta Stone, probably fucking ruin millions of other artifacts that he didn't deem worthy. And people, yeah, and loads of people. More importantly, but <laughs> he came up against this guy in a walled citadel. The name I've forgotten. He's this fucking savage leader who lives in the citadel and this guy uh to make a point about his ruthlessness he killed six of his wives in the same day okay using a different technique one was his bare hands so napoleon's like i want to fight this legend and so he goes up and napoleon's men get absolutely smashed by this guy what hand-to-hand combat well because they're in this walled thing so they use all this and the thing is, everyone's dying. They've all got uh, dysentery and stuff oh, like yeah. that because they're not you... drinking fucking water. They start eating monkeys and stuff like that. They can't eat anything. Yeah, it's like... the desert's not that hospitable. No, it's not at all. And you just got this fucking tiny man at the front with a boner for winning, just going up this way. And you're like, oh god. Um, and uh, they, yeah. So he Napoleon flees and just goes back to France. And they're like, what happened? He's like, yeah, we just fucked him up. <laughs> so he just lies about he it. He left his whole army. Left, left his men there. Did they all die, or did they make it Most of them died. Most of them died. And uh, then he, while he was in Egypt, he stole one of his men's wives, who, it was weird, she dressed up as a soldier so she could be with her husband and joined in the fight. That's and then, quite badass. It's wicked. But then you think, if you love him that much, why do you run off with this fucking tiny little Well, because he's Napoleon. He's Napoleon. Power. Yeah. But so the man gets cucked. Goes back to France, and Napoleon is writing letters to his wife saying, stop fucking this guy. And they go back on this ship that gets retrieved by the British Army, and the British Army find these letters and like, aha, and they print them all over the press, and like Napoleon's begging his wife not to shag someone else and absolutely trash him. Yeah. He didn't, he was not, not happy. That would be a pretty, that, I mean, you, that's a pretty salacious story. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's like, you know, finding, intercepting a dick pic from Putin. He's got, <laughs> he's got a little chode. Yeah. That, well, that happened to Bezos. That happened to Bezos. Really? Was yeah, it Saudi bad Arabia one? leaked. I think it was Saudi Arabia. They leaked his dick pics. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny with like, because Napoleon back then being like the big man, it's like, well, what was he, you know, if you said to Napoleon, oh, there's going to be this guy in the world is probably one of the most powerful people in the world. He's called Jeff Bezos. And you'd be like, oh, cool. What's, what? He's got a massive army. It's like, no, no, no. He... You order socks off him, and and they get delivered really quickly. You know what I mean? Like what power has become? He'd just go and take it. Yeah, he, uh, but that would be great. You see Jeff Bezos, and you go, why? Why doesn't someone just take him? Yeah, <laughs> just give it to me, you fuck. But um, yeah, and then he makes the fatal mistake, which Hitler made a hundred years later. No one learns. Russia. To Russia. Oh no! Don't go to Russia ever. So even after Egypt, where he lost a lot of his how so. In Egypt, when he lost his army, mm. that wasn't his whole army. No, and they keep people keep getting born, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eleven-year-olds, now sixteen-year-olds. Eh, don't worry about it. Yeah. But my brother went with. Yeah, yeah, he was a good guy. Um, <laughs> get, get on the ship. Um, and so they go to Russia, and he's like, the thing is, in Russia, and when people were like, so Wellington, who was the British uh, admiral at the time, like fucking great. They were like, he, he was asked to help in America, and he goes, I will not fight in a land where they can keep retreating because you can't win because you just well, keep marching on into territory and, and unknown then... climate. and da, da, da. So Russia just basically went, cool. He arrives in Russia. Maybe that's what's happening in Ukraine right now. Yeah, well, no, they're pushing them back. I, well, I, you know, they uh, yeah, come the, in and then. But I always thought, like, 
the second Putin invaded Ukraine, everyone's like, oh, obviously Russia's going to win. It's like they'll never hold Ukraine because um, if you if Ukraine's huge, if you do the numbers, mm. it's like even if you take the whole Russian army of like one soldier per square kilometer mm, or something. Mm. And it's and a lot of Ukrainian people. Yeah. And it's like they're going to get you. Like and they don't like you. They don't want you there. Can you imagine being a soldier in Ukraine and just like just the looks the old women give you when you're like. She's got a son who probably hates me as much yeah, as she does. You know? Also, the pointlessness of it. Yeah. You're like, this is Russia. And then they're, they're like, like no, this not. is not Russia. And no. you're like, oh. No, Russia's where I live. And I, I actually just had a PlayStation. I yeah, I wish I could go home. I'm Fucking, 18. Yeah, like, what is this? I do I do have emp- empathy for... Well, it's like when people try and take Afghanistan. It's like, yeah, get used to some fucker running up to you with a bomb every three seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not happening, buddy. Yeah. They do not want you there. <laughs> Very hostile. No, but so Napoleon, this is actually, no, I hate to praise Russia on this podcast, uh, but <laughs> this is quite cool. When he arrives, he like runs towards a big, big city, um, might be Moscow. He gets there and it's burnt out. Everything's burnt out. They filled the water system with dead animals. The entire city's water system. He gets there and it's on fire. And he's like, this is fucking spooky. Like they left the city, they raised it, to burnt the ground. it down, yeah. put fu- put dead animals in the in the water supply because they Russians call it scorched earth policy. Like destroy everything so nothing can grow. We know a few comedians who do that. <laughs> yeah, and then so, but now they're in the middle of nowhere. The middle no of nowhere water nearby, and then Russia are like, "Oh, you want to fight us? Fight our country first. Fight the c- conditions first. You know." Yeah, which let is the, what they do. Let the elements enjoy the minus fifty fucking uh, weather. You know. So what? Are you thirsty? So did they just How about wait some them out then? Badger bacteria in a in a dirty cup. So did they just wait them out till winter? What? Did yes, they do? they're there and they're like, right, this is shit. All their wines like frozen. Yeah, they went over with half a million men, and which came back like twenty five thousand. Oh, my God. And so they started, like, pushing on, but they couldn't get any further because the winter's too strong, too brutal. So, like, right, we don't even know where the enemy is. We've got to go back. So they start going back because Russia's fucking huge. They just, the enemy can, just went and hid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, oh, we're going to burg your house. It's like, no, you're not. We're going to lock the front door. We're going to hide in the attic and watch you. <laughs> That's what's really amazing about that is, like, he was a stra- strategic genius. Mm-hmm. But he never considered, uh, maybe he did, but what he, it seems like he didn't consider was the strategy of just uh, not fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they, he, but he was too active. He had to. So yeah, that's he, the problem. They, 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 they kind of, his personality flaw was that he would, ch- like, he's like a cat that would always chase him out. So he's predictable then. Of course. And the thing is, as well, is that with anyone great what makes them great is you often their downfall you know like it's, it's always like a, there well i guess i don't follow ufc that much but like in the ufc whenever somebody gets to the top of it they always have like a new trick like remember when ronda rousey she could do the arm bar, arm bar bang, yeah. but it's like once you learn how do i beat the arm bar then mm-hmm. then they have nothing yes and you know what made napoleon great was probably a single-mindedness and dedication and, and complete obsession with war and but that's then going to be a downfall. And they just flipped it on him. Flipped him and they just went, well, we'll keep going back, 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 back. And then uh, as they're like, so Napoleon then gets so Did they ever engage? They did. There was a few engagements and also like Cossacks and stuff would come and like raid them in the night. Like, Fuck <laughs> <them up." laughs> this is one thing. So Napoleon was like, he was like the only general up at that point. He, by this point, he's emperor of France, by the way. Okay. Yeah. He's now the ruler of France. But he was the only guy who would like be up for fighting at night in the rain uh, he'd fight on Christmas Day. He had no <laughs> rules whatsoever. It was like, any time, let's yeah. do this. Um, and he tried to blow up the Kremlin. I, I think it was the Kremlin back then. You know, he tried to blow up the M- Moscow House of Parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the same way, at the same time, we, like, burnt down the White House. And it was that Boston TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he blows up the uh, Russian White House uh, and it just like... It, the dunk. Russian White House. Yeah, exactly, whatever. It fails to go off. I'm sorry, you can listen to Noisier if you want your fucking... Go fuck off to that, you square. If you want the facts. Oh, I need the facts. But yeah, the dynamite doesn't go off. And then he's like, he tries to kill himself, but the poison he took with him... Napoleon. Yeah. Because it, it, it had been such a... It had been such a shit time. 
depressing. Like Edinburgh. Do you know yeah. what I mean? All he's seen is brown. <laughs> brown. It was his, brown and grey, buddy. His Edinburgh. You yeah. know, brown and grey. I brought my army, and they left nothing but bins for me. Um, <laughs> and as so, he tries to kill himself, but because it's the weather's so cold, it's like fucked up the poison he was going to take. Okay. So he takes this poison. It doesn't kill him. It just ruins his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's severely ill. Turns out his other wife, his new wife that he stole off the soldier, is cheating on him with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rumours about him being crap in the sack are going around all of France. Yeah. The French are a bit like, right, we've kind of had enough of you. Yeah, you just killed hundreds of thousands of our men. Yeah. At, the, at this point, the English wipe him out on a battle as well and somewhere else. And... Italians, the Austrians are now back, and so every time he leaves a place, whoever he just destroyed comes back because he takes on a bigger thing. Yeah. Actually, he's just eat what's on his plate. Yeah. And they go, right, we've had enough. There's a coup against him. Uh, the Allies join in the coup, and they displace him. They go, you can no longer be in France because you can't be fucking trusted. You're not the emperor anymore. What we're going to do is send you to Corsica. No, sorry. It's an island off Corsica. It's a tiny island. But you can be the emperor of this tiny island and run it. And he's like, cool. <laughs> Why wouldn't they kill him? Because it would set a bad precedent, meaning that because uh, after the death of the king and stuff like that, they're like, we can't just. The leaders were like, should we make a pact that we don't chop leaders' heads off? Yeah, I like you know, that. That's like what a, I really like. My favorite thing about war is war is allowed. So you're allowed to take your poor people and make them fight another guy's poor people. Yeah. That is the accepted yeah. way to do things. Yeah. But if you assassinate the other leader, they're like, that is... That's really bad. That is a crime against this, humanity. This is a dangerous precedent. You're not allowed to... <laughs> so, so, so someone... Yeah, you're allowed to... like Someone's allowed to be like, my poor people fight your poor people. But yeah. you, we can't kill each other. It's so funny. And what's funny is that it's the rich people going to the poor people. Hey, uh, so in this country, the poor people just took over the rich people. And we don't want that to happen here. So we're going to send our poor people <laughs> so you can fight them so you don't take us <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and try and make your life better yeah okay thanks guys Red, <laughs> thanks for understanding <laughs> this is actually you've 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 espoused so many borderline communist opinions <laughs> well this this i i, I seriously though mate, give me everything... give me give me this much power and i'm ripping up i'm, I'm throwing artifacts on the floor <laughs> everything everything you've said in this episode has been uh, no, a borderline I, communist i'm not a communist uh, damn damn die before i'm one of them i tell just, you that just all of your values and beliefs i just have no power at the moment i'm fully aware of what i do with power yeah <laughs> And that's this. But, um, yeah. So they send him to this island. Send him to this island. He's like, oh, I promise I won't do any more. Wink, wink. He leaves. Apparently when he's leaving, he's like whispering to his men. He's like, don't worry, I'll be back. Uh, he's, he leaves. He's in fucking loads of pain because of that pill he took. Yeah. <clears throat> Asks his wife to come out. She refuses. Uh, any other women who are like, I'll go with you. Yeah, he didn't, didn't seem to care that much about women. He just loved war. Okay. And apparently he'd like play cards every night against the locals and just cheat like a maniac because <laughs> he couldn't lose. He could never lose anything. And his sister comes out and he's sat and he's like and so in France they reinstalled the monarchy. Uh one of uh, Louis's relatives was hiding in England, they bring him back, they reinstall him. But he comes back and he's like, Right, good for the, the revolution's over, fuck all you peasants, back to how it used to be. And everyone's gotten kind of used to it not being like that. Yeah. And what he should have done is a softly, softly yeah, approach. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be different. Wink, wink. And then, um, so like, fuck this. Napoleon keeps hearing on the grapevine that it's weak as hell. And he's like, okay. And at the time, he's got this thing that circles, the boat circles his island, a warship, to make sure he doesn't do anything. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he starts <laughs> learning the timing of it and stuff and sitting there going, eh. And then he gets like his small member, and apparently ran the place like an emperor, even though it was a tiny thing. He was of like course he obsessed did. with the agriculture, the economy, and he like smashed this, made this island like amazing. <laughs> and so he got a boat and he painted it to look like a Royal Navy ship, sailed into France, landed at this massive army garrison, and they're like, hands in the air. And he walks forward, he goes, Are you really going to shoot your one true emperor in the heart? And this guy just drops his gun. All the soldiers are like, fucking napoleon's back he's back baby he's back he marches from the bottom of france to paris as he's marching 
people join onto him, <laughs> and it's just like the fucking short ass dwarf boys. Oh is my god! Back I can't believe they <clears throat> haven't made a great Napoleon I know. movie. I it know. seems like that'd be it'd be and a get funny... Tom Cruise. You go. You can, you pretend you can be a real hype for once. Tom. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a hilarious three hour like film, amazing or a series. Yeah, you know. And he's, just, he's like, oh, I'm going to d- destroy Egypt. And someone's like, yeah, well, I'm shagging your wife. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. And he, um, like, the, he's the most powerful cuck that's ever lived, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> so he gets it. So he goes. Goes, crushes France, crushes Paris, yeah. smashes them. Everyone's like, Napoleon's back. He's like, trust me, I'm back, but I'm not going to do anything bad, I promise. I'm going to be cool. Uh, this time, I've learned my lesson. Wink, wink. He's like, I'm going to fucking take England. <laughs> <laughs> And so there's obviously the, He's like, oh, the, the Battle of Waterloo. He actually ends up getting uh, they they was uh, was trying to bat Trafalgar, and he fights uh, our our great leader Wellington, um, and he he loses, but it's a close close fight. The problem is, is he's fighting so many like the everyone's against him. Also, uh, by that time, he's fought so many Ooh. battles. Whatever. His initial strategies, which were probably revolutionary at the time, <clears throat> have now been learned, adapted, yeah, yeah. and they've figured out how to counter them. Yeah, it's like comedy. You know, what was funny in the 70s might not be now. That's true, Red. You know, the way you could shoot someone. Th- is bloody, you can't shoot anyone anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he loses. And apparently he lost because he was waiting for the ground to dry. And then, obviously, people just keep coming from other armies and stuff. Because like, they're so fucking sick of him. He's just, like, trashed everyone and taken all their art. And- yeah. Like, can't be trusted at all. And then so they lose. He tries to flee, gets caught, and they're like... Napoleon! And he goes, this time, can I go back to Corsica? I promise I won't do anything. They're like, fuck no. Russia are like, let's kill him. Everyone's like, kill him. And then people go, no, actually, it's not. And they send him to this island in the middle of nowhere. It's like, have you seen Papillon, the film? No. It's like a prison island, like, in the... Where is it? Can you just quickly? Sorry, I need to know this. But he's put in this prison island, and there's like five people on it. They have three ships circling it every day. So <laughs> it's off off the coast of South America, actually. French Guinea penal colony. Yeah, yeah, off the coast of South America. He fucking hates it because it's like windswept. It sucks, and it's so humid, so you can't like he can't sleep. His stomach's fucked. He actually turns out he has bowel cancer. And he's, his place is infested with rats. His next-door neighbor is his jailer, and they're always arguing. <laughs> but he has one last victory. He sleeps with his jailer's wife, and she <laughs> gets pregnant with his kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the kid, and then he dies. Um, but it's it, he was fucking brilliant. Um, and he does all these things in his diary about how much his life sucks. Now he's gardening. And it's just like, he's like, he goes, I wear the same crown of thorns that was worn by another great, if you catch my drift. <laughs> he's talking about Jesus. It's like, mate, no one's crucified. You've been sent onto an island, you know what I mean, for killing millions of people. <laughs> but he's just, he's quite a character. And I think, you know, when such an amount of time has gone past, yeah, that's it's kind thing. of like the brattishness of tossing a two thousand year old piece of cutlery <laughs> and smashing it in front of someone who's trying to show you respect is a level of even Trump in his prime couldn't wish to be that fucking petulant I mean, and disrespectful. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that. So mm-hmm. I think that's the episode. Yeah. I, we've never done that, but you did so much research by listening to a better podcast. <laughs> no, that... what, what I've done is what took six hours for those idiots at Noisier to say. Oh, this is insane. I compressed into an hour of just the best of. I'm losing faith <laughs> in our idea. But that's Noisier was the Irishman. I've just done Goodfellas. Okay, <laughs> uh, those are both Scorsese films. I know, but one's just tight and okay. Better. <laughs> um. So that was great. Mm-hmm. I'm really impressed with the amount of things you knew, and I'm impressed with what you didn't know. Also, sometimes I think, what "Wow, the I... fact that he forgot that is crazy." What did I not know? Uh, well, at one point you said that they burned Moscow to the ground, but then later you said he tried to blow up Moscow. So one of those no, I said I, wasn't it was true. a city. I think it might have been Moscow. I can't remember, but he tried to blow up the House of Parliament. Okay, 
But you um, were right. I was fact checking as you went. You knew it was Moscow. It was the Kremlin. Thank so you, you yeah. so much, yeah. Jody. Thank you So then, you what did much. he try to blow up with dynamite? If they, they might have left, they might have left their own house of parliament. You know, I'm not they saying might have. Yeah. <laughs> what conjecture? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay. saying they're going to do the whole fucking thing. Okay. Anyway, didn't he say like what did he say? Democracy or something instead of democracy. 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 I said democracy. You said democracy. What's that? I said democracy. You're thinking of geography, huh? Democracy, aren't you? All right. Well, what I'm saying is good good job. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Uh it's great to be back in the studio. Great to be back home. Thank you so much to our super genius Geniuses. patrons. Spencer. Matthew. And I, I think Christopher had to stop, but I'm still gonna shout him out because I, I love him. And we um, need a new Christopher, so sign up to the Patreon. Yeah, because we're uh there's gonna be new episodes. And we're super genius down. We're super genius down. So thank you, uh, Yeah, that's it. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to an episode of The Year Is with me, comedian Bobby Mayer, and my sometimes friend, Red Richardson. This podcast has been produced by our brilliant producer, Jody Vandenberg. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.